0: And welcome to Bike Tales. One of the great things about cycling as a form of transportation is that it has a particular power to connect us with our communities. Traveling at a slower pace, without a physical barrier between us and the rest of the world, opens up possibilities for casual hellos, or when time permits, stopping for longer conversations with people we see en route. Four years ago, Tyler took this social aspect of cycling in Ottawa a step further by providing a vibrant online biking community with the opportunity to meet in person.
1: Outbike Social is a leisurely group bike ride where we just sort of have five different departure points around the city and every Thursday whoever can make it joins up at those departure points and we go for a bike ride. We started in 2018, so four years ago, and it was literally just I knew some people from social media like Twitter and kind of could get a sense that we would have a lot in common and these might be the kind of people I'd like to hang out with so (laughs) I sort of tossed it out there into the ether to see if anybody would be interested in meeting up once a week to go for a bike ride and and there was some interest and in fact some of those people who were coming on the bike ride those first few weeks are still coming every week so it's nice.
0: Bike Social meets weekly between April and October and once a month during the winter at accessible start points across the city because, yes, it is possible to cycle in winter in Canada and for it also to be enjoyable. It's tapping into this happiness aspect of biking that is one of Tyler's key
1: motivators for organising these rides. To me, it's putting a little bit of joy into the world people are always kind of surprised to see a group of adults joyfully riding their bikes down the street like maybe you see kids do that in their little neighborhoods or you see the lycra cyclists racing up to the gatineau park or whatever but to see just like 10 15 20 regular people normal people riding bikes just for fun i think that it does tend to like make people smile i'm sure we enjoy it and also i think people that see us pass by are also usually seem to be pretty happy to see us
0: the rides are free to attend and tyler is the sole organizer he puts out a call every week on twitter and instagram reminding people of that week's starting point point. and if you're there at the allotted time then you're welcomed along for the ride the rides attract all kinds of bikes and all ages of people Eric Goodwin regularly comes with his five year old daughter on a long tail.
1: This is a a Yuba Mundo. Bought it used this last year to take her to school. So we've been doing the little school run. It took our you know fifteen minute round trip walk to like six minutes. It's fantastic. So she sits on the back and off we go.
0: And how long have you been coming to the Ottawa Bike Social?
1: Day one. What is that? Two two years? Four years. Four years? (laughs) Oh man, I got old.
0: Though Tyler claims it's a hobby and not that much of a commitment, he does have to cycle to the different start points all over the city and guide the rides. Then there's the planning of the routes, and that itself can be quite
1: time-consuming. People are they're always excited to sort of find new routes. So this is something that I probably spend way too much of my personal time doing, is mapping out the route every week. And also, in my own leisure time, I do go for, like, long rambly bike rides by myself and I discover new little routes and I'm like oh yeah I have to remember that for next time
0: Whilst Ottawa's multi-use pathways have formed the backbone of my cycling experience in Ottawa Tyler tends to avoid them and seeks instead to broaden people's idea of where they might cycle
1: Riding along the multi-use paths is fine but you can't really ride side by side so we always pick quiet residential streets where we can ride two or three people side by side and have a conversation. We pick very like safe routes that way for that reason. So people really sort of like that idea of it. And it, it's not really like occurred to them that, oh yeah, if I go riding on residential streets, I can ride side by side with people and have a conversation. Whereas if you go on the multi-use pathways, you kind of have to pay closer attention. So I think people like that aspect of it, discovering the new routes and like Having conversations with people while they do it.
0: The Ott Bike social group rides aren't just about fun and socialising. They serve as a brilliant confidence booster for new or hesitant cyclists too, particularly women. Talking to regulars along for the group ride I'm at, it's easy to see the impact these rides have had is far-reaching. So I grew up in Ottawa. I've been here all my life, and I'm still finding new places. So. I think that's partly why I come, is to find new places to explore. I think it's pushed my limit of how far I bike. I live at like Hogsback, and I biked all the way here. I've made up my own routes, so I did three waterfalls, because you can do Hogsback, and then I did Rideau, and then you do the Chaudière on the way back. So it's a long ride, but it's... Yeah, during COVID I needed to get away, (laughs) so that's what I would do. Julie, who we met in a previous episode as part of Via Beachwood, says so she loves the confidence being in a group gives her.
2: We are forcing drivers to take notice of us. We are 25, 20, 15. it depends on the night. I remember one night last summer where we did the roundabout on the parkway and we literally stopped the traffic and nobody honked but they all saw us because we were all taking our time and then we we went off onto the next driveway to ride but that number of people that were driving was just a comfort to me Uh, even if it's just one or two more people riding with me I feel so much more confident and comfortable but when I'm on myself I seem to be On my guard, and I'm looking backwards, I'm looking forwards, I'm looking literally in front of me, and I'm looking, you know, 500 metres in front of me, what's coming up. I know as a driver you need to be that way as well, but as a cyclist you're so much more vulnerable. I need to keep my guard up all the time, but when there's other people around me, uh, beside me, behind me, in front of me, I feel a little bit more relaxed.
0: And about those roundabouts. They've become quite a thing at the Bike Social... And even Tyler doesn't know how they started.
1: At some point it became a thing on the bike ride we come across a roundabout and just go around it a bunch of times. <laughs> I don't even know why and I honestly don't remember when that started, but people have made it a thing like if we go near a roundabout and we don't go around <laughs> we don't go around it, people get upset with me. So like we always we always do. We're going to hit one tonight actually. Not a roundabout, a cul-de-sac.
0: True to his word. On the evening that I joined the group to record this episode, we did in fact run circles around a couple of quiet Rockcliffe Park cul-de-sacs, tinkling our bells. The silence in these roads was broken for only a few seconds, barely long enough for someone to register our presence and look out of the window. But there was a little moment of childlike joy as we biked these loops for nothing other than the sheer fun of it. Bike Social also attracts more confident cyclists and those looking to build upon connections within their community. This isn't the first and neither will it be the last time that I found Ottawa's past, present or aspiring city councillors at a bike event while recording this series. Is clearly a growing group of leaders who believe in the importance of active travel in the future of this city. My name is Laura Shantz. I've been coming to the Bike Social for about three years now. Running for city councillor, it is a really great way to meet different people, to see different parts of the neighbourhood that I might not go to otherwise, and to experience it by bike. So we really see some of those missing connections. We really see some of the things that for me as a fairly confident cyclist I might kind of gloss over it but for other people who you know feel a little more uncomfortable I kind of experience it more the way they do that I can see the spots that are missing see where we need to work on it and you know sometimes I even get to bring my kids along which is a lot of fun too because seeing how you know, almost six-year-old and a nine-year-old experience the world by bike is very different indeed. And it's also just fun for them to meet people and make grown-up friends who cycle because there's only one other kid besides the two of them that cycles to their school. So it's great that they can have some biking friends too. Between the five locations that Opt Bike Social starts at on rotation every month, Tyler manages to cover a good chunk of the national capital region, which includes not just Ottawa, but the city of Gatineau over the river in Quebec. Tyler has a fondness for the rides that start from Dundonald Park in Ottawa, the closest start point to his home in Centre Town. But Addaway Crossing in Sandy Hill, an area that is a popular home for both students and members of the international and diplomatic community, has the potential for some of the most interesting rides.
1: This one, Addaway Crossing, there's a lot kind of more different directions we can go. We often go like straight across into Vanier Overbrook or we can go up into New Edinburgh and Rockcliffe. We can go this way into Sandy Hill and Lower Town. Sometimes we go down into Alta Vista as well. This location is really good for having lots of different options. It's
0: clear to see Tyler's understated passion for time spent on two wheels and the joy it can bring him and others like many of the people I have spoken to in this series, he recognizes that Ottawa is a great cycling city, but it's got further to go to fulfill its potential.
1: I moved to Ottawa about ten years ago and I was like very excited about the infrastructure here, was like much better than where I came from. But then like over time I was like, oh but there's so much like it could be so much better. Then you start interacting with other people who kind of feel the same way. Like Ottawa is so great. But also, like, has so much more potential.
0: If Tyler had the chance to add one piece of bike infrastructure to the city, he knows what it would be. And if you
1: listen to our first episode, this won't be entirely surprising. Ottawa is so lacking for bridges across all these waterways. I think that one would be remiss to not call those out. I'd love to see one from Old Ottawa East directly into Alta Vista, like Pleasant Park. Oh, that would be that would be sweet. Because like right now, you kind of have to go. Either over like the Billings Bank Street Bridge, which is terrible garbage, or technically there's the Smith Main Bridge, but cars drive so fast on that, it's really unpleasant. Like a nice little footbridge from Old Ottawa East, Old Ottawa South into Pleasant Park, Alta Vista would would be really nice, I think. On
0: the evening I recorded this podcast, something rather magical happened after the main group disbanded. Four of us, all grown adults, headed north towards home. But we didn't want to stop cycling, so we continued along the pathways as the sun began to set. Cycling and chatting, recapturing that joy and freedom you first feel as a child on a bike. And in a world of adult responsibilities, that's a very rare thing. Next time on Bike Tales... I meet the group campaigning for more active travel space on the parkways in Ottawa.
1: There are thousands of people throughout the region that love these parkways when they're open for active users. What could these parkways be if they were not reserved only for cars? To catch our next episode,
0: follow along in your podcast app or join our mailing list at storysolutionsnet slash Biketails. Bike Tales is written, produced and presented by me, Claire Mansell.